Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I want to talk to you tonight about the prayer of praise. Um, I was in uh, my time of you know, personal prayer, and um, and I, this it just came up in me that I need to talk about praise. And, um, and so we're going to spend just a few minutes. We don't have a lot of time to do that. But 2 Chronicles 5, 13, um, we're going to read from there. And this is when the temple had been built, you know, and that was quite, quite a process. There hadn't been a temple, and it was, so it was a really a, a celebration you know, great things um, going on for God's people in Israel. And it came to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking God or uh, thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For He is good, for His mercy endures forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. Now, that to me is a beautiful picture. How about with you? But something that's really interesting here. When they began to praise, it says they, the people were praising and the musical instruments, they were praising the Lord upon their instruments. And I would really, um, you know, stir people up who are musicians and the ones that are in this church, I would stir you up to remember that you are praising the Lord through your instruments. And, but the Bible said it wasn't the musicians over here praising the Lord. And then it was the people praising the Lord separately. They were in unison. They came together, and this praise came up before the Lord. And it was a beautiful thing in that it filled the place. And, and if you read the next verse, the priests were not even able to stand because the presence of the Lord was ushered in. Um, and, you know, when, uh, when we praise the Lord, sometimes it can just be a routine. You, oh, yeah, it's that time of service. Let's praise the Lord. Let's, you know, let's sing a song. Let's clap our hands. Let's lift our voice, you know, just do that. But, but see, we, got, we have to uh, stir ourselves in that we don't come into God's house or even in our personal prayer closet when it's time to praise and worship the Lord that it's just not routine. Now, I wrote some things down on the paper that I don't know if I'll get to or not, but one of the things that I wrote down that's facts about praise that we need to know as God's people and that there is a sacrifice of praise. Did you know that? There's a sacrifice of praise. To me, when I hear sacrifice of praise, I'm thinking, here I am, I'm in need, I'm hurting the, a person, you know, that's got a lot of things on them, pressures, you know, and whatever. But instead of giving in to the pressures, instead of giving in to the condemning voice of the devil, you press on in and you praise and worship God anyway. And that's a sacrifice of praise. Uh, 
You, you push all that other stuff out, and you, you know, doesn't the Bible say, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together? What is magnifying the Lord? You know, you know what a magnifying glass will, will do. You know, it, it makes everything larger, bigger. I mean, like gigantic through that magnifying glass, okay? So when you magnify the Lord, you are making God gigantic. You are making Him huge, tremendous, above every problem that you have, above every sickness in your body, above every stress in your life. You are magnifying the Lord instead of the situation that you're in. Now, I think that's good, don't you? But, but here we see that the trumpeters and the singers uh, got together and they were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. Now, I feel like every time God's people come together in this church or any church, we need to praise and thank God. Come before Him with thanksgiving. Isn't that what the Bible says? That's the way we need to enter in. We don't need to have to be, listen, lathered up. Do you, some people know what I'm talking about and others work it up. You know, oh yeah, there goes Sister Lulabelle. Here she's going to do whatever she does when we get to this point. No, no, it needs to be genuine from our hearts that we're praising and thanking the thanking God. And when we come through the doors in this beautiful, wonderful, holy room that God has given us, then we need to lift Him up, lift Him up, lift Him up. Not lift our problems up other than say, here, Lord, I give them to you. But not lifting it above the Lord. But I thought that was so beautiful how that the musicians and the singers were one. And, and we've been in that where there's that, that beautiful flow. We've been in it many times. And, you know, and the people entering in and worshiping the Lord and not, and not having to be stirred up. Now, you can be encouraged and, uh, you know, and the encouragement will motivate people. But I'm just talking about where it, it, it's not a big work to have to get people into a time of praise and worship to the Lord in time of thanksgiving. So this is a beautiful scripture here. And um, when we praise and worship the Lord, we're giving glory unto Him, and we're ascribing unto Him the things that are due His name. Amen? Uh, one person said this, Praise and worship is not for a certain or special individual. It is for every believer. We all are to praise and worship the Lord. Now, I'll say this. I said in the beginning that praise is a prayer, the prayer of praise. And that is really true. Some people maybe wouldn't look at it as a prayer, but it is a prayer. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? When you praise and worship, you are talking to God. That's right. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Psalms 156, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Well, I praise God in my heart. 
Well, I do too. But it has to go beyond that. We need to let everything that has breath give praise and blessing and worship unto the Lord. Are you breathing tonight? Yes, we're breathing. And we're here and we're alive and we're able uh, to allow God to live big within us. And we've got a lot to thank Him for. We, we may have a lot of things that are in our life that we need to overcome and we want to see answered, but He is doing great things in our life. Amen? Now, I just wrote down uh, on this sheet some facts on praise. And I, there, the, I'm just going to go through it. I'll, I'll just do that real quickly, I think. Uh, the Bible tells us to praise with your whole heart. In other words, when you go, have you ever had a conversation with anybody, maybe your spouse, and you know, you're pouring out your heart and you know when somebody's not listening to you. Would you say that they're listening with their whole heart? No, you wouldn't say that. Well, when we worship God with our whole heart, we don't need to be distracted in our mind, wandering everywhere. We need to focus on Him and exalt Him. I'm going to tell you, this is a key for bringing people out of depression. This is a key for bringing people out of prop. If I had to cut the music on and sing and praise, and that's all I did for a little while till I got myself on track, and, and in the right place spiritually. I would do it. I'd just do it every day. You think God would get mad at you? No, there'll come a time where you need to pray. You need to lift up requests to the Lord because God has called us enforcers in the earth. And if we don't pray about it, it's not going to happen. That's why we need to be praying for this nation. Because if we don't pray, nothing's going to happen. Lethargy. People have been put to sleep slumbering and sleeping and it's time to be awake. So you do need to pray, but I'm just telling you, till you get it straight, if you need to go in, cut that music up and you just praise and worship the Lord until some things fall into place in your life and priorities get straight. God will talk to you during those times. God will do a work in you. He will. How would I know that? Maybe that's happened to me. So we are to praise with our whole heart and we are to give the sacrifice of praise. I talked a little bit about that. And then praise steals the mouth of the avenger. You want to get the devil to shut up, to, uh, speaking lies into your life, condemning you? I, I tell you, then you start praising the Lord and it'll shut him up. God inhabits the praises of His people. Isn't that what the Bible says? And praise, again, will steal the mouth of the avenger. Who is the avenger? The devil himself. He is in demonic powers. He is, and they are the avenger that come against you. I have actually been uh, in positions where I'm going to minister and I'm going to stand before people. And I mean, just right before I step up, I, the flood of lies that come into my mind. You don't need to be doing this. They're not going to listen to what you say. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what? You, I just 
take off. Well, Lord, I just praise you and I thank you that you fill my mouth. You give me utterance in the Holy Spirit. I have the fire of God in my heart. I will not be denied. You got to talk back. And you can talk back in your praise to overcome that stuff. And, and don't think that I'm the only one, that I think I'm the only one that that happens to. You can be in the middle of some huge undertaking, things that need to be done, and the devil will start that. And you know, what do we do? Well, it just starts clicking into play. Well, is that really true? I bet that's true. Yeah, you remember this? And look at that over there. You, he'll just do you that way unless you learn how to deal with that. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Amen? So praise will steal and shut up the mouth of the enemy that's trying to come against you. There's a difference in conviction and condemnation. There is therefore now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. But I'm going to tell you, if you're walking after the flesh and you're living like the world and you're living immorally, you are going to be royally convicted of your sin. And let it not be said that I didn't tell you that. And then the Bible uh, tells us about praise. We're talking about facts on praise. Shout unto God with a voice of despair. No, you know that's not true. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph or victory. Thank you, God, you have given me victory. Thank you, God, you have healed my body. Thank you, God, you met every financial need, that breakthrough that you told us about. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, God. See, you need to lift up your voice and give Him praise. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph and victory. Well, things don't look like I'm in victory. Things don't look like they're going well. That's the whole thing about faith. You don't see it, but you believe it, and you act like it's true. Shout unto God with this voice of triumph. And then he says, clap your hands and show forth the terribleness of our God. It, I didn't understand that for, uh, I used to, I didn't understand. I, you know, I knew we clapped. The Bible says, clap your hands. And you know, some people, I remember uh, before I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I get all freaked out when I go somewhere and they'd clap hands. What? We're in church. But if you read that scripture, when it says, clap your hands, all you people, um, it, it's talking about, if you read further on in that verse, to show forth the terribleness of our God. What is that? For those who are enemies of God, whether it be people, demonic powers, or whatever, when we begin to clap our hands, the enemy, our enemies see that, that we serve a great God and He is able 
to overcome every obstacle that they can put in our pathway. He can overcome every obstacle that the enemy would lay out there for whether it's one person or a group. He is able. But it takes his people cooperating with him, praising him, worshiping him, magnifying his name. It's such an important part of our prayer life. It's not all of it, but it's an element that I haven't talked about during the process of what we're doing. So um, then the Bible says we bow our knees before uh, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We bow our knees well, I, I would be embarrassed to do that. Well, I know it. And, you know, that, that's the whole thing about pride. And you start clapping, you start bowing, you start singing uh, in the spirit, you know, singing out loud. You start doing that. And, and, yeah, people probably look at you a little funny. Maybe not just a little, but like you're a lot off. But you know what? You're pleasing to the Lord. I'm pleasing to the Lord when that happens. Now, we're not making displays. You know, we used to go to a conference every year around uh, a few weeks before Thanksgiving, a pastor's conference. It was really good. And I always picked up a lot of good information every time that I would go. And and I remember he taught us one time. And he taught on... um, you know, praise and worship and how that a body, a group of people needs to come in unity and unison when they're praising and worshiping the Lord. In other words, you know, it's just not a free for all and everybody just drawing attention to themselves. See, that's not what I'm talking about. We're, we're not talking about that. When we, when we get into praise and worship like I'm talking about, it brings glory to the Father, not a Attention on an individual. And so when, uh, you know, if, if I was doing something and, and I, you know, it was from my heart and it's worship, but, you know, then it begins to draw attention to myself, I'd have to look at that. You know, you just have to look at that. You have to look at it. And there's a difference in being in the Spirit. You can do the, listen to me, I'm going to tell you something right here. You can, you can do the same thing and be in the Spirit and do it, and there's a witness of the Spirit. And you can do the same thing and the Spirit is not in it, and it is just like, you know, bad taste in your mouth or something. So... And that's what I'm going to say about that. So um, then the Bible tells us, now listen, I love this one. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Put on. Now what does that tell us? Well, when the spirit moves me, I'm going to start praising. No, he said you. That's the understood subject here. You put on the garment of praise. In other words, you have to stir yourself. Doesn't the Bible tell us to stir up the gift that's in us? Well, you have to do something to stir. The gift is there. The gift is there. I mean, God's been talking to me about something, you know, and and I'm trying to determine, okay, do I do this? Do I do that? You know, and you have, you know, you have that option. Um, 
you know, to be able to do it. You have that option. But I have to stir it up. He gives me an open door, but I have to stir up the gift and able to walk through the door. So it, you, again, have to stir yourself to put on the garment of praise. And then what does the Bible say? See, I, I'm going to tell you, here is a secret. Dr. Nora is bringing you a prescription. Take this pill and it will help you. And that is... You take the garment of praise and you begin to worship and you begin to praise God and that spirit of heaviness that is vexing you that you can't seem to get rid of, the spirit of heaviness will go. Put on the garment of praise and the spirit of heaviness will depart the spirit of heaviness will depart. Well, I did that and it didn't work. Well, you're just a liar. You're just a liar because God is not. You say, well, be a little sweeter. I will, but I don't have time to be sweet tonight. <laughs> I gotta hurry. <laughs> no, I don't wanna be ugly, but it's, it's really, you're, you're just, you're deceiving yourself because if you did it, it would work. Now, if you do it one time, you keep on and you keep on and you keep on till you get where you need to be. Hardships, heartache, a lot of problems, but I did not quit. Same with you, same with me. A lot of things, all these things happen to all of us, but you do not quit. You, don't, you keep pressing in. You keep doing the things that you know to do, and you're going to change that situation that you're in. God will allow you to press on into Him in a way that you're going to get the results that you so desire and you so want. Okay, well, I've got more, but we're going to stop right there. And so I just want you to arm yourself and know that in prayer, there's a place of praise and there's a place of worship before God. It's real. It's scriptural. It's not, you know, a trend of the 80s and the 90s. Uh, it's not that. It is scriptural. And this is the way that we are to worship God. All the things that we've talked about here tonight. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.